0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi. Today is March the 2nd, 2012. It is a Friday. Uh, You are listening to episode number 52. And um, once again, I have a guest with me, a very special guest, Um, not only a very funny comedian, but uh, one one of my friends, one of my real friends in the business. And when I say real friends, I mean... Uh, it's not just, hey, what's going on? Yeah, well, you doing good? Yeah, go fuck yourself. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's you know, uh, this, this is my dude, um, James Goff. Comedian James Goff is here with me. Uh, thanks for being on the show, James.
1: What's going on, Verzi fanatics? <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there, would, would that be the right term? It, verzi verzi of, uh, it's called the verzi, effect, verzi effectors. Effectors? Yeah, let's <laughs> go with effectors. What's effectors? Hope you're out there infecting the world with your Verziness. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh
0: man, no! I'm glad. I'm glad I got James on the show. James is, um, James is my partner in crime on Monday nights basketball. We're um, problem, and uh, we were we were a big problem on <laughs> Monday night, which we're going to get into. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff we want to talk about. James, a big sports fan like I am, so we're going to be definitely talking some Knicks. We're going to be talking some All Star Weekend. We're going to be talking some, be- uh, you know, just hoops in general. Um, we're also going to be talking a little Giants because there's a really cool story James has about the Giants. Uh and it's actually a personal cool story uh and and a dream for comedians that he got to that he got an opportunity to do something. So, G Men. So yeah, that's right. The 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 two thousand eleven world champion, G Man. Oh god, I still can't. Yeah. I still We're it's still it's
1: still ridiculous. Pro- Forty and up, who won us on the basketball court?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh folks, last weekend I was actually off. Um, I was off after the big weekend that I had, uh, with Mr. Bill Burr. I had, uh, I did a show. I did some shows, uh, did a show in the city and then I was off and I'm actually painting. I'm painting. I dude. I took on the responsibility. Here's what happened. My wife says my mother's coming over. She's going to help me paint the room. (laughs) I go, why's your mother coming over? Not to be like a dick, but just like I could paint the room mistake. I should have let her mother come over. I would have been able to, you know, so she calls her mom and her mom's like, well, Paul's, you know, he's going to do it. Oh, you sure? No, he's going to do it. Anyway, it took me days, but I, cause a big room, it's like 20 by 18 and my daughter's coming in April. So we're doing two colors in the room. So it's baby blue and then like this really light gray from my son And then she's got like a pink and baby blue crib And that's where the baby blue comes in For just in uh, case she might be a boy
1: and it's not a girl No, 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 we know it's a girl But it's, <laughs> it's
0: like a mixing But here's the problem, my wife My wife's not one of these people Oh, painted, I appreciate it Yeah. She's one of these like, painted professionally I don't want to see no smudging Oh, Picasso <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, like Get the
1: <laughs> tape out for the corners <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, no. She's
0: giving me rolls of tape She came in, right, I was real happy the other And this started a big fight with us This started a really big fight me and my wife, and, and me and my wife, uh we don't fight much, but when we do, like when we get the big ones, it's it's epic, man. It, it's you know, World War Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm up there six hours, six hours. I have blue shit all over my, you know, look I, like a Smurf. I look like a jerked.
1: <laughs> a Versy Smurf. Was I was giving hand jobs to a Smurf <laughs> at everybody in the village. I got,
0: yeah, I got, you know. All kinds of blue shit on my shorts, on my hands, but I'm up there, man, and I'm working hard, sweating, man, sweating, listening to Getting my, listening smurfl. to my tunes, um, you know, and then you know I got to do a groove. Like you ever catch, you know, you ever got work? Got that rhythm. Yeah, I had the rhythm. Like don't call me. People call me. Listen, I gotta go. And, you know, I'm listening to my, I'm listening to my tunes. I'm, I'm painting the room, and I come downstairs after a long day. It's like dinner time. I worked real hard all day. My Phone wife was, on was happy. Mode. My, yeah, my, my, my wife was happy. <laughs> swear to God, she comes down and goes. First thing she says, this set me off. She goes, "Oh wow, babe, you're gonna have some some extra touching up work to do. You got you got some on the." And I was just like, and she didn't do it like a bitch, but she she was like, I think she's in pregnant mode. But I don't want to give her a pass because of that. But instead, <laughs> just the in case. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> but instead of being like, I go, how about I just worked six hours on the fucking thing, and you could just be like. You know, like no, no, no. I appreciate it, but then she started backpedaling a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I so was like, like wait a minute, wait a
1: minute, man. <laughs> First of all,
0: Maybe I didn't get go pregnant
1: to... too. We have, we have our little pregnant things you know, too. I,
0: I was pissed, man. So we, I was just like, this is bullshit. And you know what was cool though about my wife during the fight? She kind of knew I was right, because like, and she didn't. Like I said, I don't want to paint a picture where like I'm living with some kind of. <laughs> She was just like, oh, you know, you might have made extra work, but she went there first.
1: She put the gloves on. She did like a little swipe, like ah, that's a little dirty. Like
0: if she yeah, like if she if she would have been like, oh, babe, man, you did a lot of work in there. Um, listen, after you're all done, we may have to touch it up, but good work. Like that is yeah, what I would have yeah, felt yeah. I needed. Yeah. You know, but no, typical fuck, like you know, and I I don't want to say typical. I almost
1: said typical yeah, woman. You did say typical. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. <laughs> yeah, you say the woman part, so you can save that part. Yeah. You said typical. <laughs> I just lost. I don't want to put and, you on ev- blast. No, no. Like every
0: that. female listening goes, "Oh, typical woman." Okay, no more listening yeah, to the versi. Uh, no, no. I didn't mean that. I, I am guess, no longer infected. I guess typical. <laughs> <laughs> I guess typical. Typical. You know, uh, organization. Of, like my wife is so organized. Organization is everything. Boom. So you're like boom. the odd couple. Like, so she she's was a like, super clean freak. Yeah. Like no, no, no. I'm actually. I like things really super clean too. But she was like. I'm more of like, I'm more, no, She's but more I'm, meticulous. I'm meticulous too, but I'm more like, it'll be done by the end of the weekend. And you're selling the
1: same people. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but she wants it
0: done right now. Oh. But I got to give my wife credit. My wife said something classic the other day. Classic. Okay. I I've got to tell, I had to tell a couple people I had to tell this to, but I go, babe, because here's my point I'm going to fix it up. Mm-hmm. Even if they're smudging on the ceiling. I'm gonna get by the end of the weekend, everything's gonna look good. But we just work six I just work six hours. A lot lot of the work is done. We're gonna we're coming back to it tomorrow. But by the time this is done, it's gonna be clean. It's gonna be a perfect paint job. So I say to her, Rome wasn't built in a during the fight. I go, Rome wasn't built in a day. She hits me back with on a spot. She goes, That's because I didn't build it. Oh that was beautiful. And I was just like, I couldn't even be mad after that. I was like, that is a
1: great you kinda just, get mad that you set her up for that one. Like you I went thought like this, this. You thought you her her. wasn't
0: built in a day and she was just like <laughs> she was foaming at the mouth. So, you know whatever and it's like
1: anything you would have said, it, that would have been the perfect line for her. Oh. Like even even immigrants get a break. Oh. Not if I was the boss. <laughs> 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 funniest,
0: funniest shit though we did today. Me and James just ate lunch and we're coming down and we were talking about I was talking about the array of songs that I have on my um, on my iPhone, you know all the songs that I downloaded, and uh, I said, "Man, I got everything from Eminem, Jay Z, and Biggie to I got Phil Collins." I think you should let them
1: know I'm black first before they hear what I have to say.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yo. Yeah. This is great too. Uh,
1: I'm Negro American.
0: Yeah, uh, yes. James James Goff is um, African American descent. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I guess we can go with that. Um
0: and or other. So <laughs> you check <laughs> other on it. So. I was telling him, man, I got everything from Eminem, Jay-Z, and Biggie all the way to I got Phil Collins, I got I got Stevie Wonder, I got the uh, Pat Benatar track, I got like all this. Uh, my whole my music is so spread out, everything. So we're going through it. He goes, All right, put it in my car, let's listen. So we're going through it, we're going through it, we're listening to old classical, you know, all kinds of hip hop. We're listening to and all of a sudden a Michael Jackson song comes on. And he <laughs> literally just heard, and I'm not even kidding you, on cue, on the spot he just heard, dun, dun, and he just goes, you know. Yeah, like, uh, that's, uh, don't stop till you get enough, yeah. right? As soon as the song starts, it goes, dun, dun, and then he goes, you know, and he, I swear to God, he, I didn't even know he heard what song was coming on, and it just went, dun, and he just looked over, and in the voice, in unison, with Michael Jackson did it, and we got a great laugh. It was hilarious. It was a, gift but, and a curse. Oh, it was hilarious. That's probably you know, the blackest thing I have you in know, my iPod. Uh,
1: <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm still jamming out to Michelle Branch. I love her. Shout out to Michelle Branch if you listen to the Versey effect. Hopefully <laughs> Hopefully you're infected. <laughs> uh, I like some White Snake. Shout out to White Snake. Tell Always, him what
0: tell them what tell him what's one of your favorite songs of all time, man. Of all time. Or one of your
1: favorite movies. The Annie soundtrack. You play anything from the Annie soundtrack, and Folks, i would he's not joking. Instantly fall in love with you. So he's not joking, I, folks. I'm talking about, dumb dog, why are you following me? <laughs> I ain't got a crumb dog, why don't you let me be? <laughs> I even did the arm gesture. Like, he, he really
0: did do the arm gesture. And if you saw James, you would never think in a million years that he Love was me, rocking Annie. out to Annie. Um, but actually, James is a unique... We've got Annie. James has a unique <laughs> uh, unique, unique background, I guess you could say, for... A, for yeah. a, a comedian, if you don't mind you need, talking about a little to, bit of uh, to, to most, you if, know, do you mind talking same. about it or not? Yeah,
1: I don't, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not like we're talking about anything bad. Well, but, yeah, it's not. Yo, know, I used to sell drugs. Yeah, and <laughs> I beat my baby. Yo, moms you talk up. about that body you dropped? You know, yo, mad um, bodies. I'm a rapper. D- d- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I want to rap about it.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, James, why don't you say a little bit about, you know, a little bit about your background. How long have you been doing comedy? I've um, been doing comedy about seven years now, going on eight. James is a, James is a comedian who's, uh, he's performed for the Troops. Um, and we're going to get into the, the, the New York Giants that he he got to perform for, which is insane. But um, you started out in comedy how long ago, you said? Ten, uh, I've been, um, about eight years now. Eight I don't even years? want to say
1: seven. I started out in um, New England, okay. um, out in the Boston area. That's where I got my start at. And um, prior to that, I was just another lost youth, just trying to figure my way out. And you did not grow up in the traditional, uh,
0: traditional household. I don't think
1: anybody in my neighborhood grows up in a traditional household way. But um, and which neighborhood is this? I'm um, I'm from the South Bronx originally, Uh, New York. Shout out to the Bronx Bombers. The BX. Yeah, no doubt. Put your X's up. Get infected. <laughs>
0: <The> <laughs> you Bronx know I say that reffing. all day, right? The Bronx is the in Bronx the building. Is. Get infected. <laughs> the Bronx is repping heavy on Roll episode up. fifty-two, Roll and you up. are a
1: Yankee fan, right? Of course. There we go. Don't there ask you go. So you're a product of what? <laughs> I'm a product of um, um, foster care and group home. Um, I had I had an interesting childhood. Like a good portion of my childhood, I was um, I guess you could say rich. Um, private schools, chauffeurs, stuff like that, and then um, the next half of my the next half of my life, it was basically group homes and um, foster care system. So I'm one of the few that made it out the system, so you, somewhat unscathed. So you you lived a, you lived a half rich. You said you had chauffeurs driving
0: you to private schools.
1: Yeah, like you had. Like I sh- went to the same. If, if y'all familiar with the Cosby Show, like I went to the same private school as um, Bud, which was Rudy's friend. Oh, okay. Rudy's best was that friend. was that like the front? That was always over with. Rudy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, oh, it's bud. Okay, he yeah. was always there. Yeah, but I, I was the dude in that school because I, I got dro- driven in a Cadillac, great Cadillac. I so, was baller. so you went from wow. So
0: you were so you did like the opposite of Annie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was I was so in love with the movie. I wanted to see how being poor <laughs> felt. I was like, I, I, You're I like this Annie shit is so interesting. Yeah. I think I want. She's having so much fun, and if I take that route, I can get a billionaire to love me, and uh, I could tap dance at the end of the movie. Now, was it t- in all in all seriousness? Was
0: it tough? Was it, was it something that since you after a while it just became life and you just dealt with it, or or, or was it tough and you were like I got to get out of the situation? Did you really understand what was going on, or are
1: you just living through it? I I I would say like I want to first say this like you know in no way I feel like my story is any different from any other kid that was stuck in that that um situation where you know you don't have anyone to go to and you you're forced to live with you know I guess you could say we're kind of like Peter Pan and the Lost Boys the forgotten the forgotten people yeah so um it it was it was one of those things where I was just living it and just trying to figure out how to survive and your parents were. Um, my, my pops was locked up at the time, and um, uh, my mom's was a paranoid schizophrenic. So um, yeah, exciting times. Wow. And uh, you talk to you? You talk to your mom still? Uh, here and there, here okay. and there.
0: She's in the Bronx. Yeah,
1: she's in the, the Bronx still. Bronx okay. Yeah, infected. Word what? Uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> she's getting a Verzi What effect. street? What streets in the Bronx? Um, i the block I claim is um 179th and Valentine. If okay, you're familiar, so you're about, right you're about the 10 gap, blocks off of Yeah, right of off the about, Grand car course. Um, Either uh, that or um, shout out to Eden Wall Projects. Don't go there in the daytime or night. <laughs> don't go there, period. Yeah, that, that's basically what I'm saying. Um, you know any area is bad when there's a mobile command center. So did, com- <laughs> did, did, did comedy? Robocop won't even go there.
0: <laughs> Robocop's like, I don't yeah. have enough armor. Robocops like, I don't have like, enough armor.
1: <laughs> You better double up I need, his forearm. I need I need, I need, I need the stuff that Bin Laden had in his house. <laughs> uh,
0: so now, did, did you have friends that, that died of violence or not? No?
1: Yeah, like, but it's it's, it's so weird because like you know I'm talking to you about it and that's like probably something that's not the norm for you, but it was like it's, it's
0: funny because when I talk to people who grew up in a situation like yeah. you and you talk about violence and people that they knew being killed from violence. Um, yeah, it's like they yeah, talk about it that like, was Monday. They talk about it like a dude got the flu. Yeah, and you know, with me growing up, in, you know, in in Westchester, I was born in Yonkers, but I, I grew up all over Westchester. I went to high school actually upstate, um, in in Hudson Valley.
1: You rubbing it in? There? And
0: uh, no, no, no. And I'm saying I I knew more people that died from from drugs. Yeah, uh, heroin and, and well, kids, that's usually kids our that thing, dabble. Kids, <laughs> kids, kids dabble in that, and it was almost like I feel like with the inner cities the people that get lost, or or you could say, you know, are the people that... Let's
1: put it like this. Like, for me to enter my high school, right, just to enter, I had an ID card, right, with a barcode on it. I had to show the ID. Then I had to um, put it through a scanner that read, whether green if I was supposed to be in school, red if I wasn't supposed to. And then um, I went through one metal detector, and wow. then it was basically airport security then they had the baggage yeah. scanner i had to put my off. backpack i had to put my backpack through the off. scanner they had the plastic bins i had to go through another metal detector which always went off <laughs> then you had to put your hands up and oh let my. them like they were Every doing a, they was doing the pat downs before before this airport <laughs> security thought of it Like <laughs> like, like if I was Curry, the New so York, falsehood. if I was the New York public school system, I would sue the TSA for taking your idea because they was doing that in '97. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Shout so, out to all the kids who got who got molested. Because <laughs> what? <laughs> that that's what it basically was. After you got that wand down with the pat down. Oh, and all that I see what, what you're it. saying. I
0: was like, damn, yeah. that school was really that, that
1: was yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Where was <laughs> Detective <laughs> Benson and Stabler at? Him? <laughs> I you're never like, saw a reenactment of that one on SVU. <laughs> it's a violent neighborhood filled with perverts
0: and pedophiles. This is—it hey, was going nowhere down to go. how did you make officer, it? To officer, this? officer, is there any way you can help this this There's One way. <laughs> you're like, man, there's nowhere to turn. <laughs> Don't go to 179th, man. That's, holy shit. Because you—you you, really you will get infected. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so now, so now, uh, would you say that that comedy, like, when did comedy come into the equation? Where you were like, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this for a living, or I want to, you know.
1: Well, I, I I couldn't sell drugs, so that wasn't my thing. <laughs> now, nah, all jokes aside, it was it was nothing that um I planned for or sought out. It was one of those things where a friend of mine thought that I would be hysterical as a comedian I always downplayed it because I always felt like you know I'm funny but I'm funny with y'all because y'all know me right and um, he kind of pushed me towards it and I love him for that shout out to Kamal Um, World Group Entertainment
0: you always gotta do shit like that.
1: I'm black. That's I'm somewhat black. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, black, I feel like, it's like, like
0: Yeah, like like you know, I always do. I do a joke on. Uh, I do a joke on stage where it's like Funkmaster Flex could never play the song. he will be like like it'll be Biggie. Like it was all a dream. I don't forget. We got the we got the weekend car show. It's like, dude. I I know, man. It I, was a dream for me too. <laughs> And then I got rich.
1: (laughs) So, so
0: you. Word Up Magazine. I'm in the next Word Up Magazine. And I I love him for doing that. Yo, thanks to Kabal. What's his name? Kamal Taylor. Kamal Taylor. Um, Well, you
1: know, you want to give praise. No, because you you know know. what?
0: Because it's different. We've talked about this on the show a lot of times. Being funny with your friends. Because people always come up, I got a guy at work who should do what you do. And a lot of times you're like, no, no, because that guy at work is going to go on stage like a douche and And think all these things that he does at work are funny and a comedy. So it's at
1: the water cooler, right? And then Tom came and then Tom (laughs) talks like this. (laughs) And the audience is just looking at him like, why is he on stage? Keep that shit at home. (laughs) (laughs) Who does he know that he got on stage? Yeah,
0: no, you gotta, you gotta. I think a lot of people think that when you do this, or when it looks like it's coming easy,
1: they think it's easy because that's that's because we make it look. If, good. You if, can't blame them for no,
0: that. No. <laughs> we make it look good. No, it, but if a comedian's up there and you're looking really comfortable, and you're, but see, you but you got to understand something. These people don't understand something. We've been doing. I've been doing this over a decade. You know, you've been doing this going on a decade. It's a lot of stage time. That's a lot of shows. That's a lot of people you get in front of, and you develop as at the way anybody playing a sport would develop or anybody playing golf if you, you know went what every day. The funniest thing is though, what's when that?
1: I started I started in front of all white audiences so I was so comfortable and then when it came down to doing black yeah. audiences see, I sucked. See, I
0: started in black rooms. Oh, I cuz cuz I couldn't get into the mainstream, you know, regular comedy yeah, clubs. Yeah. So so the urban nights, like uh, guys like Talent and Capone would put me up. So I got my chops. By getting no money and performing in front of 250 all-black audiences that wanted nothing more than to boo me, this is but that gave me a was. lot.
1: <laughs> For me though, I came in with the mindset my first black show. I was like, I right, I gotta curse more. And then you know what I'm saying, I gotta talk with Slang. <laughs> <laughs> like you would have thought I was a white dude, right? That's <laughs> a white dude who never been so around to... black people, but, <laughs> but you, you know, I went from uh you know, I'm coming from the projects in New York City and now I'm living in the suburbs of Massachusetts, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then prior to that all the major rooms were all white. There's no black rooms. So right. You know, but when it came down to me doing the black circuit, man, I was uh, I was like, yeah, motherfuckers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Word up. So, like, yo, I'm living in motherfucking Weymouth and shit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Ha-ha. You know? Fucking white people and shit. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers is walking around, and I'm from New York, and I got a New York hat on. And them niggas is looking at me like, oh, he a Yankee fan. And I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. And them niggas is looking at me. Black <laughs> people like was looking at me like, does he even... Speak English? Uh, <laughs> so you bomb. I had the thuggest dude come up to me, like, yo, son, yo, why are you cursing like that and shit? <laughs> <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? You think that's how we fucking oh, speak and hilarious. shit?
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. No, man, I drove to, um, I remember one night, man, I drove to 125th Street in Harlem in uh, Uptown Comedy Club and I just parked under the bridge and I was alone. And it's because Nigel naja, Wright got me this spot. And it was me
1: and Bill. she looking for prostitutes? No, no, like, that's
0: where the club was. And I go in there, and it was all just a really, really nice, well dressed audience of about 250 people, all black.
1: Black people get dressed up. And
0: they, they, you know, and I got on stage. I did six minutes. I got no money. But I did good. They liked me. I talked about my, you know, I talked about my Italian background. I, t- you know, I didn't obviously have any kind of chops. I was ex- insanely green, but I did all right. <laughs> and then, uh, I remember my buddy uh, Bill, Bill Scully, who, um, you know, I shout out really to talk. Bill Scully. I don't, I don't talk to Bill anymore. Oh, and, uh, no shout out to Bill No, no and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I remember one time He said something funny And the crowd didn't like it But if you saw his face And like he's just A white Irish guy He said something like Is Wyoming in the house Or something like that <laughs> And they just kind of Just stared at him And like it didn't go well But I loved it And it was just And he had this goofy He had this like uh, Anyway man I, I came up But see I gotta say man Speaking of shout outs, definitely shout out to Talent and Capone and guys like that. Shout who, out who Talent. Put, who put me up, Capone. man. And they would just be like, yo, that's a, you know, that dude is funny. But what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to become the white dude on yeah. black shows. And that can happen. Yeah. I wanted to just be a funny dude on any show. Exactly. You don't want to be the token white guy on the black shows and you know that, you know, and they're looking at you almost like, yeah, what's he going to say? Oh, that white boy's crazy. You don't want anything
1: that. I could tell, white comic, black comic, whatever, man, don't. Don't um don't let anybody typecast you as a certain kind of comic, man. Like, yeah, if you're doing this, you should you should have the mindset that I want to be funny to everybody.
0: Yeah, like, that's a hundred percent true. Because I had a
1: situation where um this club tried to um book me for a black night, and I told him straight up, I was like, look, I appreciate the offer, but um. I'm not just a black comic. I'm a comedian who happens to be black. Like if you book me because you know you want me to be a comedian on a you know on a funny show, I'll do that. But if you're just trying to designate me to one night, I can't do that. So you can't be afraid to walk away. No, and
0: you know, and and the funny thing is, it's like they do different showcases, Urban Night. Uh, awkward comics, uh, you know storytelling. Really dark. Comics. Any any comedian should be able to fall into that and do have a part of their exactly. act that's like that. Like I could go in and be and be dark. I've but been dark.
1: But it's not even just that. It's just like you, you want to be relatable to everybody. Why would you just like like it's such this world is so big and vast. Like why would you why would you It's like it's like this. If your if your thing is to make money in this business, right? Look at it this way. Why would you want to just be able to make money from Black people, or just Asian people, or just that—when you can make money from the whole world, that's a lot more money, right?
0: Right, and 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 you could be booked anywhere. You could be booked anywhere in the country in never front have of to any, worry about any kind of you know uh, ethnic. like yeah. there's no there's no boundaries. You never walk into a room and be like, put, oh, he could, he could put him on that show. He
1: could kill it. Oh, I don't think I could work with this crowd. Uh, right. I usually do Irish people.
0: And if you look at, <laughs> and if you look at some of the greatest comedians of all time, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor had white. Black, anybody. anybody, Asian, sitting there laughing because they got. Because well, listen, if you're if you're a good storyteller and you're you know and you you find a way to say things that people like, it doesn't matter it's who you are. All about painting a picture. Yeah, you could go to you could go. I know comedians that have been to Scott. The, you know. Scotland, uh, uh, Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, England, and they say, if you're a good storyteller, listen, everybody's married or has a mm-hmm. wives, everybody knows what it's, it's so like to have children, right? everybody knows what it's like to get drunk, or everybody knows what it's like to be upset with your kids fighting with your wife. That's a and universal- e- e- Even
1: if they don't, if you, if if you, you g- paint the that picture, picture in a right. way where they can follow, right. you're going to be good.
0: Right. And they're going to understand that that's exactly right. Because you
1: don't want to be in a black show, and you're not used to doing black shows, so, and you're like, hey, where my Mormons at? Cause all, I, all I got is Mormon <laughs> jokes. Cause right. Because that's where I'm from. Yeah, no, you can't You can't do that. I
0: did a, I did something I was really proud of doing. I performed in front of all Hasidic Jews in the city last oh, two months ago.
1: Lahain, shout uh, out to
0: the Jews. All, all Hasidic Jews who worked in the Diamond My District. My girl's Jewish.
1: Uh, Hasidic or no? No, she's just Jewish. Oh, all right. Yeah she, yeah, she don't dress Jewish. You got to see James
0: like and then listen. If you looked at James and you said, and I said his, he's got a Jewish wife a girlfriend sisters love me and and annie and his ipod you would be like no that's not the guy that's not the same normally
1: normally when sisters find out i have a white girlfriend they um they kind of get upset and then i tell her tell them that she's jewish and then they get proud like a tear comes from their eye like like (laughs) he broke through (laughs) like like you should see like like like, Is that they, true? They, they throw a party. No, I'm telling you, you know how many times I've been on stage? I'm like, yeah, you know, I got a, you know, my girlfriend's white. She has good credit. And then I go, she's Jewish. Now, before I say she's Jewish, they looking at me with this hate. Like, oh, my God, another black man running to the white woman. Yeah, yeah, and we losing our black men. And then I go, she's Jewish. But are like, praise the Lord. <laughs> we have broke through. Like, you would have thought I was Harriet Tubman like they give me the, the same respect as Malcolm X like I come in I get free dinners at <laughs> the soul food chicken restaurant you sign your my
0: autograph not cause you're a comedian uh, just cause you broke through yo for real so so I don't wanna get off track now so so your buddy said you're funny you should do it so you tried it and then you just yeah it was one of
1: those things that he he talked me into it I read up on it and then I was like you know what F it I'm just gonna do what it what did you read they got shit I you read could the read? yeah, I read the um, I read the comedy Be Bible. Be funny, motherfucker. I read the I read the the comedy Bible, which oh, basically okay. confused me. But I figured I learned I learned enough that I can. I, See, I would never
0: want to read, and and I and I don't mean to I don't mean to knock your yeah intro. Yeah, yeah no you're not I don't mean to knock the intro because I know a lot of comedians that read that, and I know a lot of people that go by that. With me, it was like I don't want something to tell me there's a way because I don't think. Like you said, you just no, said you the Bible, Right. What,
1: what, what, this is what confused me. What, this is also what was good about the comedy Bible because I did, like what it helped me do is understand what makes a joke a joke. And this is the confusing part: is like they tell you she she explains all this stuff about how to construct a joke and what makes the joke a joke. You know, the premise and the punchline, whatever, whatever. And then when you get towards the end of the book, she basically tells you to forget all that. <laughs> right, 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 and be right. yourself and it's like I yeah. forgot how to be myself but yeah. like you know it's, it's part of the growing pains even if you don't do that with right. you know with just if you I'm pretty sure like you just did it just you know just going out there and figuring out on your own like you, you learn one way as you go and then yeah. you find out that you have to construct it to more to who you are as a person off stage and, and I think that's the common feel that everybody finds you know that's the most difficult Path as far as finding yourself within with on with being on stage right right but uh, it, it, it it was it was a gift for a course but it was one of those things where i just i, I got the book i was you like just ah, I, the open I, I went i went to my the first open mic i went to um i was last it was midnight the mic went out and i had to go a cappella, and and it was it, at the time i thought i crushed i was like yeah i'm the next chappelle son who won it? Like, it, it, <laughs> it was one of those things where, you know, you had comics coming up to you, like, oh, you did, you did well, that's your first time, I can't believe, you know, gassing you up, your yeah, friends yeah, yeah. are there. I think you'll be a movie star? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, i teach you some things, you know what I'm saying? I was actually going to all the open mics, like, yeah, let me help you out, you know, so what you got to do <laughs> is... um. Is you gotta get this Judy Carter book? <laughs> See the comedy Bible. Like Whoa. I'm preaching a, I'm preaching yeah. that book like it was act like Jesus like wrote it. It was a real Bible. Like, like Jesus wrote it. Like in, in in Judy Carter, verse ten, uh, chapter fourteen. Be <laughs> <Me laughs> yourself.
0: <laughs> so so no, but um, I think one thing that the listeners would definitely find interesting because as I'm as I'm talking to you about this, you said something I don't think we could ignore it. Um, you said that you went from being rich and getting chauffeured around. Um, and then going into the group home system, so uh you know, without getting depth, because we got a lot of stuff that that I definitely want to go over, but what um to anybody listening going, well, where did that come from? what happened with the chauffeuring? how did that go down um is there any way that you could educate us on that at all
1: um um cops came, dad got locked up, I moved to Jersey and then had to move back, and then somehow got in the system because I was with a crazy mom. I think that's the Oh, fastest way to sum it up without wow. me going into detail. Wow, that was like, a good like, job. Yeah, like cops come. Cops come, dad goes I have away. to go to Jersey because of what dad did. So I come back because I couldn't it, stay it, in it, Jersey. Your mother lived in Jersey? No, my my aunt lived in Jersey. I was staying with her and then she let, gave me to my mom but my mom is crazy and then social oh, services came so and so said, then, hey, where you new? Why couldn't gotta, you stay with your aunt? Um, She got sick and at least that's what they told me. Oh, okay. And um, I had to go live with my mom, and then being and my mo- my mom's a paranoid schizophrenic, so, so social services came through and said we have an uncle that you never met. His name is Sam, and I lived with him until I aged out. And Uncle Sam being the government. Ah. Yeah, because you had that vague look. Who the hell is Uncle yeah, Sam? Yeah, like you didn't tell. Yeah, oh, Okay. Okay. Uncle Sam was the government, so I aged out of care at um twenty one, with the state being in charge of me.
0: And then, and then once you're 21, you're like, how's yeah, that work? Then you're when free. you
1: Twenty 21, you 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 you're your own man. So what'd you do when you were 21 and you were gone? Where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, 21 and gone, I was damn near homeless. <laughs> 21, like the foster care, like oh yeah, any kids that's in a, a black run foster care system, um, get out and go to a white one. <laughs> okay. um, they tried to discharge me to my school, which made no sense. Like they try what do you to, mean discharge you? To exactly, whatever. they try to like, hey, you age out, and we're gonna give you to your college. Makes no sense, right? No, that's what happens when you have Negroes <laughs> who too busy having sex with each other, um, trying to um, run a run a, a a a family care system. So you run went to a, college from the group home? I was in I was in college while I was in the um while I was in I was in the group home. And then I went back into foster care through kinship, where I was living with another relative, but I was still in foster care. Oh, okay. And I was going to school, and then you know I aged out, and where I was living at wasn't all work. So
0: nobody in a group home system is, is over twenty one.
1: Um, no. Once no. you're twenty one, you're, you're done. It, whether it's foster care or group home, you gotta go. You have the option to leave at eighteen. You have the option to leave at eighteen, or and you could stay, stay, stay to twenty one. Stay to twenty one, and then when I you're twenty one, because it made it easier for me filling out financial aid. But I now, got what if old tap and pal?
0: Okay, so so then, what if you got to get your own apartment? You got to get a job. They help you with that. Well, their,
1: like... what's supposed to happen in the foster care system and the group home system is they have this thing called an independent living program, where they basically, when you hit a certain age, they start teaching you life skills to prepare you to live on your own. Um, unfortunately, uh, okay. unfortunately, um, the they gave you the wrong they, skills. <laughs> they no, I, I, you know, I, I survived obviously, but they didn't, they didn't set me up to win. That's the best. That's the best way to put it without going into too much detail. Okay. Put it like this: that agency is closed now. Oh, okay. So they okay, so they <laughs> so, weren't doing so, the right thing. Yeah. So you weren't, you didn't get the proper
0: setup. Nah. To go out like, and do I, your I whole had, thing.
1: I was, I was lucky enough that you know. Well, God, you're lucky
0: enough that you're a smart enough, dude. Yeah. And and you know and and for anybody that you know, I would I would tell anybody you know not because he's my friend, but um, James and I first met. Um, on a gig that my manager, I think my manager sent you to too, right? Yeah. Uh, Chris Italia sent me to shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Always. He Chris, likes hugs. So if you ever see him in the street, just give him a hug. <laughs> Chris Italia was actually out in Los Angeles right now. Uh, he, he sent me to, he sent me to mystic Connecticut, mystic seaport. Oh. and, um, it was me and, and I met James there the first night and, um, you know, it was a, Big room with about probably 175 to 200 people. Rich people uh, go to Rich, think.
1: rich people who basically no, had boats. You no, you're not explaining it right. When I say when he says rich, I mean this yeah, dude like, told us that he took the boat over to the show. Yeah, yeah. People, were, <laughs> yeah, people were like, people
0: were docking boats. People were docking boats to get to this show. They had like, you know, all of these like. Really, just well, like you could see the money in the room, right? Yeah, you could see you them. You smelt it, you, yeah. You you knew that these people like this was a vacation spot, and to have a ba- vacation spot in this area of Connecticut mm-hmm. is is prime real estate. They just go here to. Think. I stayed at the. I, that's where I stayed at. It's funny. Money. How was your hotel? It was. It was the. It was the the Jimmy Carter. How was it? It was ridiculous. Ugh. I stayed in the Jimmy Carter where Sounds president, like where president. Yeah, it was. It was. I stayed in Jimmy Carter's presidential suite when he went to Mystic oh. at this at the Whalers Inn. It was Damn. ridiculous. I mean, it was. Did you take a picture? It was ridiculous. You know, it's funny. Is it because I was I was laying there, and um, I was I was like la- I think my daughter was conceived there, because here's what happened. The room was so unbelievably just gangster. The room was so ridiculous and it's a true story. And I had to tell my wife this too, and I'm going to get put it out there. Um, this is why I pretty much know my daughter was conceived there. Um, this room is so nice and the bathroom was i never forget the bathroom you could have ate spaghetti off the floor in this place it was that immaculate yeah, Tony Montana would have sniffed coke it, it was ridiculous and you know what the funny thing was it wasn't that big it was decent size it wasn't gigantic because the place if you saw the location it's like this they had to like cram in all these rooms yeah. but this just happened to be the plushest nicest one and I'm laying there and I'm just going man I gotta I, I gotta fuck my wife in this room
1: Mm. (laughs) Mm. uh, Put a baby in you uh, Let's go uh, half uh, on a baby
0: right here (laughs) Actually I hope none of the relatives What's up Miss Versi (laughs) I hope none of the relatives delicious. Shout, shout out to Miss Versey. But I didn't say it like that. I just I just I just, I just I just thought it. Shout uh, out to Miss Verzi. I'm getting lay- it done in the Carter room.
1: <laughs> I'm, laying, I'm laying there. Not to be confused with Jay-Z. I'm laying there and I'm just like, I gotta
0: I gotta have sex with my wife in here. Like there's no way I can let this night. This room is too like I gotta oh. it's the Jimmy Carter room. So anyway, make a I'm long story I'm surprised you ain't taping my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> my, I did it with a suit on, like <laughs> a president. <laughs>
1: I put my had president- the button up. you had the three-piece suit. I had the presidential. With the with the with the with the, watch, uh, the with the vest the vest watch that comes in the little, the little pocket. Yeah, of the vest.
0: The, yeah, the sad part is I, that's my wife's pregnancy has been so bad and we've been fighting and she's been sick that uh, it's been months since. Hey, but you,
1: you did it You did it it's in the Carter mon- It's did been it a months Since I've been in the Carter room You did it presidential though You did it no, presidential No, it, uh, it's, it's. If you had to go out today at you know You went in the presidential, <laughs> son uh, So, anyway That makes you kind of a president Jay-
0: <laughs> I tell you And Carter didn't get down The I'm way a, I'm I did I
1: course call you Presidential version <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh but James so so James, who clearly clearly um first got affected couldn't have been could have been host didn't need to be hosting the show, but chris is not James is not with um the management, but they like him, so they said Shout go out there. to Cringe so they came out there, I mean, so we go out there and 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 you know. James goes up and I'm watching him and he just murder like I was like ah oh,
1: this is this is this this is a show. Keep in mind like the- when comics first meet each other we are kind of antisocial like we we say hi but we're like whatever until we actually see you perform <laughs> we kind of like standoffish. And it was one of those things where we said hi, we greeted each other, and I felt like we we were pleasant to each there other. It was both. not,
0: yeah, it was like it the, wasn't
1: a phoniness, but it was it was a more like I don't really know you and yeah, I don't want to yeah. step on any toes. It was it was
0: more of it was a re- definitely respect. Yeah. But it was almost like two dogs at a park who don't want to fight, but they're kind of looking and then but they were two nice dogs at a yeah, park. Yeah, yeah it, I, like, yeah. it was like two nice dogs, just like, ah, uh, yeah. I'll give a little snort right, walk away. Yeah. So, plus the
1: position I'm coming from, like I'm I'm I'm, I'm hosting, so I don't want to like, you know, I know headliners, each headliner has its own. Yeah, but thing. see, a lot of
0: times hosts, see, a lot of times hosts have this thing where they're like, I shouldn't be hosting. Who is this dude? And and you didn't have that, you nah. know. And you went up and you did your thing and you killed. I care about the then, people, then man. The middle, I want them to have a good show. Yeah, bro. then the middle act went up and uh, you know, did whatever he did. <laughs> Uh, and then James brought me up, and I we I had a great time. Murdered, and we had we had uh, we had water in the background. Versi murdered. The, I remember. I never forget. I got off stage, and you go. You're a problem.
1: <laughs> was that like, was a good thing. People. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you're a problem. Put it no. put it like this. He he infected the room. <laughs> no, that was a fun. They were. You know, <laughs> what, even though they were rich, man, they were they
0: were into it. Oh my God, they, they loved us. They were a great crowd. They were into it, and it was it was, there was this place was so nice that behind you. Was this giant glass, and then there was just water and, and boats. Beautiful. At night, you just see boats' lights going by. While we're on stage, and we were talking about it. Anyway, People we had Watch a great the time. sunset through our set. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we just had a great time, and we met there, and we've been, you know, we've been friends ever since. Ever since and now man. this is a this is a great um, this is a great segue into into what James and I um, we work together a lot in the city. You know, pass pass by. Hey, what's up? Do a set together. But um, I had I, I put a, a tweet saying that I'm really excited, my Monday night basketball. My Monday night basketballs, you know, back on because I used to play an open gym Monday nights here where I live in Westchester and it went away for a while. And I was dying. And finally, the guy who runs it, Gary, called me up and says, Guess what? Shout out to Gary. Shout out to Gary. <laughs> they found his shoulder blade. RRP. Uh, <laughs> you had to be there. You had to be there. Oh my God, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a second. That was one of truly me and James have shared in my lifetime. I've probably had five laughs in my lifetime. Five laughs. Oh. That almost set me into the hospital. I'm not kidding you. We almost died. Like I swear to God, I'll never forget. We. So anyway, I get James. James sees my tweet. I'm going to basketball. He tweets, he replied to my tweet, and he said, yo, I'd love to play. No, I I didn't just reply. I replied, I called, and I texted. Yeah, like... And I Facebook. Yeah, (laughs) like, he he went, he was like, I want to play. So he reached out to me, and I said, well, listen, you know, it's an hour and a half from you, and he's like, I don't care. So we go up, we played, uh, the guy who runs it was like, man, I I can only fit one more, I'm putting, but he liked James, so he put James in. So, anyway, we played, um, we played um, two Mondays now, first one we were not on the same team um, last time we were on the same team uh, and it was a problem game over um, I always you know <laughs> I always talk about how you know I could shoot the ball. And I'm a good, I'm a good, um, I'm a good outside shooter. I've always been a good outside shooter since I was little. Because when I played with guys that were taller or bigger, I would be in the corner, and the only thing I learned to do from a little boy was shoot from the corner. Lights out. And then, so anyway, but see, James Lights didn't see first. it. But you see, you didn't see it the first time. I'm like, man, James doesn't know, man. Anyway, I had my breakthrough. <laughs> uh, finally, James came out. We were on the same team. I went five for six for threes. Four in a row. Yeah, that's right. We keeping stats. I went. I kept stats. <laughs> In a game to 15, 11 points. James might have had 10 assists. It was, we just went off. We were crazy. It was, it was really a good time. 10 assists and a couple of broken ankles. But the first, the first night we were there, the guy who runs it, Gary, okay? <laughs> He's a nice guy. You have to see his face to understand how slim funny dude. this is. Slim built. A really slim guy, really nice, kind of like eccentric, you'd say. Kind of like, like a... Slim like a Pee Wee Herman. Like he's he's a it's a hard dude to describe but extremely nice really into you know recreation and and volunteer work and all this stuff really nice guy he's that neighbor you always wanted yeah like he's he's you know he's about other people and he's about the community that's what he is yeah he's a community man you yeah. could tell by he's meeting he's that him. neighbor you he's, always he's, wanted yeah he's he's a community man he runs he he does things before we get there at eight o'clock As on the Mondays kids there, he's the, kids the kids are there with the kids and he's he's always doing something to better his community through athletics. Really nice guy, which makes this funny. This story even funnier, because he's telling us about his wife and him in a. We were just talking about everything. We talking about afterwards. Me, um, shout out to Derek's really cool dude. Me, Derek's and um, and James and Gary always have a conversation. And this one time, it turned political. It turned religious. We're talking about everything you shouldn't talk about, but we were so respectful and listening and agreeing with certain things that we were able to talk about. So this branches off into all kinds of, like, people being, like, leaders of, like, bad gangs and Nazi groups and KKK and all kinds of just nutty stuff. And then Gary goes into the story about how his wife almost got his ass beat because they were in Florida.
1: Shout out to Gary's wife.
0: <laughs> they were in Florida and there was a domestic dispute in the hallway. And Gary's wife said to Gary, why don't you go out in the hallway and hey, Gary, now if you knew Gary, Mr. Community, if you she <laughs> wants to send Mr. If,
1: Community, now, now here's now here's, here's Captain Community. Now, there's two this things. Is, this is neighborhood watch leader Gary. Yeah. <laughs> this, is,
0: this is like the guy that would go to the store and buy you sugar if you didn't feel well. Okay, nice guy, skinny guy. His wife says, why don't you go out? So as he's telling us the story, he's going, I'm not going to go out there. This guy is big. And then he hits us with, I'm in my underwear. Now, that's that's when the laughter started to go. But then we're all looking at Gary, picturing him. Now never in been, his
1: boxes,
0: peeking out the boxes, door. Peek, no, out the door. And then he tilted his hat to the side and goes, this is what I look like. And then all of a sudden... Me and James and Derek's, but mainly me and James. I don't know if it was Crying. the comedians in us. We start visualizing Gary getting his ass uh. whooped
1: in his drawers. <laughs>
0: In the thing and we start crying, falling out crying. And then so talk about anyway, the
1: memorial after so after that, everybody finds out that Gary died from because tra- so, his wife sent so that, him out there to get killed so he said, by so, some coked up some coked so, up biker. So that he said <laughs> so, that, so that he said so I
0: said, Gary, it's a shame what happened to Gary. They whooped his ass, they didn't even let him put his pants on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm sorry, Gary. I know, I know this isn't going to be as funny to you people, but this is a laugh. So that James hops in. Now you got a picture. The laugh is getting contagious. So now, as I'm crying about picturing Gary getting his ass whooped and they don't even let him put his pants back on, James hits me with, Yo, we ain't going to make it here next week. Gary ain't going to have Monday nights no more. We're going to have to put his boxes at half man. <laughs> And then he broke So that so then he starts doing the fake lifting the flag. Oh.
1: <laughs> 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 <He's> st- <laughs> so that so, so, so we're gonna die! We're gonna die, J <laughs> So
0: So, so that I see James mimicking a person lifting up. Yo, this is the Gary's trunks or whatever, right? <laughs> so we start crying. So then, this guy go- is for you, Gary. <laughs> so, so then, so then we go out to the parking lot and we're in the car and we start driving. And I keep going and I said, "Yo." They in the next forty-eight hours. <laughs> and then I said, "I said, yo, they heard screams from a bitch." <laughs> ah!
1: <laughs> so then, what dick popped out? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. ah am not sure what I'm doing. I'm not We're gonna die on the air! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Fu- folks, I am
0: crying. I am crying. Oh, I have tears coming down my face right now. I'm crying. My oh, stomach God. hurts. I'm going to try to get through it. So then I say, yo, they heard <laughs> screams from a woman out in the hallway. So then James goes, pull the car over. I can't. You got to stop. I'm going to die. And I'm swerving. We almost hit. I swear we to God. We almost like two trees. It, it would have been the most horrific, ironic death of two comedians laughing to death.
1: We would have been like the hi- hyenas in Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, my we God. We would have been dead
0: laughing. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. My throat hurt.
0: Oh, my God. So... That was that was um, the basketball and we've been having a great time playing getting exercise <laughs> and laughing our asses off um,
1: sorry we bring a sexy back virgin and glow uh, James
0: the glow goth. all right so speaking of sports um, I want to talk about this NBA all-star weekend which I was very which was lackluster unimpressive yeah, at best. Uh, I like the three-point contest I like that Kevin love was in it I like that Kevin Durant like was it in it. Ended. No, I didn't. But but I like that. See, but they did it right because they had Kevin Love, they had Kevin Durant, yeah, they, they had, had the right they, they had yeah. the, they had the ex champion, the guy yeah. from. So they had the right people in it. Now,
1: There's usually people with the highest. Let me
0: say this: percentage. the dunk contest is an absolute embarrassment.
1: You see, this is this is the problem, Rose. You thought the mm-hmm. dunk contest was on. You thought the dunk contest was on Saturday. It wasn't. It was actually on Sunday. Right. I was wrong. Yeah. Yes.
0: Because, and here's another thing of why the dunk contest is an embarrassment. And I'm going to say this. Shame on LeBron James. LeBron James, and we were talking about this at basketball. LeBron James has all the talent in the world. LeBron James is a superstar. He probably has more ability than anybody. He does not have the heart. He doesn't have the He doesn't have... What Derek Jeter, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, and these guys that have that when you see it in their heart. He's afraid of the moment. That's why he went. In my opinion, I, I think he's afraid of the moment. I think that's why he collapsed in the in the fourth quarter last year, and he doesn't want to be in a dunk contest because he's afraid to lose the dunk contest. Meanwhile, like you said on Sunday, he's doing better windmill dunks in the game than than he than, than people even did
1: and in, in the dunk contest. Here's my thing, and and LeBron, if you're out there listening to the Versi effect. You, you will to, be. I want you to get infected. And listen to this. This is what you gotta do. You gotta get some ruby red slippers. Right? <laughs> and you gotta click them to get to the to the Wizard of Oz, right? In the Yellow Brick Road. And then like you're gonna you're gonna see Dorothy there, you're gonna see the Tin Man, and you're gonna see a Scarecrow. You won't have to look for the lion because you're the lion. You're the cowardly lion. And when you <laughs> 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 when you get to the Oz, I want you to get a heart. Oh. Because um, that's what you're lacking. Oh. No, it's
0: true, though, man. Shots fired. It's, it's true. It's true, man. <laughs> LeBron James went to Miami, and, and who do you think Pat Riley and Eric Spolster, the coach, want to have the ball? They want Wade to have the ball.
1: You're a Wade. two-time MVP. Why are you even Wade. going anywhere?
0: Wade. Wade. Is the guy you want to have the ball, and you're LeBron James on that team? He's Shame not scared on Scared of
1: the big shot? Who? He's not scared. Wait, No, because Wade's got all. the
0: hardware. He's yeah. not scared because he he's care. got that. No, he don't care. See, that's the thing, and and that's one thing that this Jeremy kid, this Jeremy Lin kid has. Jeremy Lin doesn't. He doesn't care. No, he does not care if he fails. He he goes with the aggression of I'm going aggr- to I'm going to be the aggressor, and if it works, it works. But Shout you out have to Harvard. To, you have to do that. Yeah, he's a smart headstrong kid. LeBron James should be in a dunk contest. Wasn't Kobe in one?
1: Kobe was in one his rookie year.
0: Kobe was in one, okay. Jordan was in one. That's when he Uh, was dating
1: Brandy. Who? Kobe. He was dating Brandy? Yeah, I I don't know if they were dating, but he brought her to her prom, and she was at All-Star Weekend with him, and he gave her a kiss when he won it.
0: Uh, oh, he won it. Yeah, he won it. Yeah, he won it. He okay, won it. he did it. Everybody big did it. Jordan has done it. You, you you can't be LeBron James and never, ever do it. Blake Griffin, everyone known. Then, Vicious dunker. He did it.
1: And then he, he lied to us and said he was going to do it. It was one dunk contest, dunk contest season where he was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely, sign me up for next year. I'm going to be there. And then he backed out of it. Yeah, I, you I don't think, care about the people.
0: And listen, no, no offense to the guys that were in it, but I didn't know the guy from Utah. I didn't know the guy from Houston. I didn't know these guys. Okay, right. you know what's hilarious? Here's so the, the guy thing. with the blindfold definitely could see.
1: Total, total <laughs> offense. I mean, every offense possible It sucked. It, it y'all sucked. I don't want to see no glow no, in the, the dark. No, but the, it two, was the two, two balls was, were that was okay. The two, like, the two, the two balls, balls was, was right. okay at best. I and I and, and then, goal. and then the joint, the joint when he did the three sixty off the side of the backboard, that was dope. Here's my thing. I don't recall ever in dunk history somebody having like ten tries to do a dunk. Right. I believe in back in the old days of Michael and, and, yeah. and Dominique and them, they had like two, maybe three. Yeah. And then if you didn't get it, then that was it. Yeah. I'm sitting here watching you do do try to do a dunk every, ten times. Every but see my problem is
0: like Each time you're getting lower and lower I, off the ground. How about Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron being in it going against each
1: other? That would be fun. You know? Every big time
0: dunker has done it.
1: But here's the thing. This is what you're missing, It's not about the people. They don't care about the people. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're in the NBA. and They're making their money. They care about... Yeah, but it's All-Star Weekend, man. They don't care, man. If they cared, they would have did it. And the game if is... It was really, if it was truly about the fans, they would have did it.
0: Yeah. Well, I just hope... I hope that they do something to me. Here's what I think they need to do. You want you want to know my opinion on it? Here's what they got to do. They got to have a thing where whatever city they're in, Okay, this would be great. Whatever city they're in, whatever rival that city has, like in other words, if they do All-Star Weekend in Chicago, you bring Jordan Pippen, to pair up with Rose and somebody, and they play like their rival and their old timers to do like an old timers thing, but you throw them in there. That's, that's a that good Shelby's, idea. But that's never like happened. like Boston. Just Bird and McHale come out, and Plus, then they I hear play. Jordan's
1: an asshole. He ain't yeah, gonna do nah, that. No, they. But
0: that would be ridiculous, man. That would be fans with if somebody say, "Yo, the old timers game, where like Jordan and Pippen were gonna play with Rose." That would be so ridiculous to to take one NBA representative from a team and That'd then two hot. of their legends. That no, would that'll be, be hot. That will be fine. on
1: a three on three game to like seven. They're not gonna do it no. because at the end of the day, it's all about for them. It's all about business. That's no, why I this, this whole, this whole it, but... Dwight Howard thing is going down the way it's going down, man. Because he don't care. He don't care about the fans. They care about how they you know where they gonna make their money. And I'm not knocking you. You gotta feed your family and stuff and stuff like that. But you gotta also understand that you wouldn't be making the kind of money you making if it wasn't for us sitting in those seats.
0: Right, right. Um, I just want them to do something. I want the dunk contest to, to get better, and I, I wish that they put more. I don't
1: think they should do away with it if they can't get the people that we want to see. If the,
0: if Yeah, if the people that they can't, they should do away with it, and I think that they need to put more stakes for the All-Star game. Um, all right. Um, why don't you, now that we're on the sports thing, um, well, actually, real quick. Um,
1: yeah, we got a list of stuff, We you know.
0: Knicks. We, Knicks' second squad on Monday night looked... or oh, was it Monday?
1: Oh. Yeah, it was Monday. No, Wednesday. No, it was Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Their second squad, Darren. Out,
0: shout out to Team Heat Check. Oh, my That's God. That's what I call the bench, but, see, here, but here's what you got to do. Here, you said it right. It was the Cavs. They played the Cavs. They got to do it against the big teams. But I like what I'm seeing. And I think we're going to creep up to that sixth or fifth spot in the playoffs. I think
1: we can get And, and I, th- I
0: think we could maybe even get out of the first round if the team stays healthy. Um, alright we got a couple things to run through here we're gonna do unacceptable which James is gonna do and we're gonna do a couple of things on movies and then we're gonna do the plugs and get out of here but real quick I just wanted you to why don't you tell the listeners in 2007 James got to perform for the world champion New York Giants shout out to the G man
1: how was that, man? That was awesome, man. I felt like I was in high school again and I didn't know what lunch table to sit in because and we And you did it in the cafeteria. No, well, we came in where they were eating. They were in their their cafeteria with their home the only difference between the cafeteria was it was nicer seats and they had chefs there.
0: And how long after the
1: Super Bowl was this? Um this was the following year, like when they was getting ready for the um You were getting ready for the, the, the two thousand eight yeah, season. Where Plaxico shot himself. Uh, Stupid, Plaxico man. had already shot himself during this. No, this was after. Like the follow, like this is the um that season where he actually yeah he did shoot himself. It was that following season after they had won the 07 championship. And and, and was it nerve wracking? Um, fun? Was yeah. It... Well, it it, it was nerve wracking because you know they had gave us a list of stuff to you know they that they want they want us to be PC and things of that nature. And Do I was what? host. They want you to be what? They wanted us to be PC. Like don't talk about this, no, don't okay. say that, stuff like that. And um on top of that they um we watched them heckle the rookies. And then one of the linesmen, I forget his name, he turns back to me. He goes, "This is y'all next." Like they were practicing for us. Oh, okay. So like I threw everything they said out the window, <laughs> and just I just went into attack mode. And it turned out to be one of the greatest shows that I ever been a part of, as far as like that. That you that look over Sutton, see Eli Sutton. laughing. Dude, he was sitting in the back. He was in plain view though. But they had the rookies sitting up front, and then you know the veterans were sitting in the back. But you know all of them got it, oh, and great. it was mandatory for them to be there. Was Eli the coach was. There? Eli was super cool. Kaufman was there. Like it, it, it was it was just one of those so real moments. Like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this right now.
0: And who did you do the show with?
1: Um, it was me, Vince August, shout out to Vince, Bobby oh, Johnson, Vince. Um, Mike Britt, shout out to Mike. Oh, nice. Um, Ryan Reese, shout out to Ryan. Um it was a it was a great show, man. Like we had a lot of fun. It was just one of those memorable things. Like, uh, how I'm much glad. time did each of you do? Um, I think I opened up with like twenty and did time in between, and nice. everybody else did like 20 to um, Performing 20 for the G-Man would be ridiculous. Crazy. That's Crazy. ridiculous. Still man. got the pictures, man. I put them up every time we play. G-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all
0: right, what do you got for... Un- now, by the way, I know, guys, I haven't done Unacceptable for a couple of weeks. That's because I was just trying to pump so much stuff out there, and I didn't want to get old with what pisses me off. Um, but I have a guest now. I'm going to bring Unacceptable for the Week back. So so relax. I know it's some people's favorite segment. Unacceptable for the Week, James, is, um, I don't know if you've listened to the effect or not, but basically what we do is somebody <clears throat> just picks anything that they want to pick that just really just tweaks them in a bad way, just, just irks them. Something that's just ridiculously... Um, I don't know, just something that, that, that's either cunty or, or pisses you off and uh, you want to vent about it and say why it shouldn't be done and, and whatever you think that bothers you. All
1: right, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've had nothing but comedians on here, so I'm pretty sure somebody has said it, so I guess I'll be reiterating it. Look, after you see me at a show, right, and you've seen me demolish, I'm talking about put caution tape up, it's a crime scene. Right? And then you come up to me and go, oh my God, you were phenomenal. I've never laughed that hard. Da-da-da. But look, I got a joke for you. Uh, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. Like, like, like if, you, if you really were that funny, you would be doing what we're doing. Like, like don't tell me something. And, 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 and I don't want to sound like an asshole, but look, it's not like you're telling me, like, one, this is two things, three things y'all do. One, you, you'll, you'll, be like, you'll tell me a street joke that you got off the internet. I'm not telling a street joke, <laughs> you know what that I'm saying? That a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah. yo, it was a white man, black man a China. No, like, I'm not doing that, that's one. Or 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 they go, look, this happened to me and maybe you can talk about it but make it seem like it was you. No, I'm not talking about your life. I got enough issues, I don't do this because I, 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 I like telling, I do this because it's therapy for me. I can't afford the real thing, so I gotta talk about me in order to get it out so I don't kill myself, all right? I don't wanna talk about your life and about how the dog almost bit you in the butt and you want me to make, make it seem like the dog bit me in the butt. No, because it didn't happen. That's hilarious. And then the, no, you know the best is when they go, I got, they go, come here, come here.
0: I gotta tell you a story. And then you're nice yeah. and you're polite and they tell you a story. And then when they're done, they go, you can use
1: that. It's like, I would never. No, it, this is the word. They tell you the story, and the story is for takes forever because oh. they're laughing or they can't remember the part. Like, yo, all right, so this is what happened. I was, just, <laughs> this is going to kill you. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> I it's can't like, how this happened. how is this going to kill me? I just performed in front of a few you hundred people. You just validated <laughs> that I'm crushed. You said you've never laughed so hard, uh, but yet so you feel the need to give me advice. Unacceptable. So the next person that comes up to me and tells me that, and I'm, look, look. You should have heard the Verzi effect. So when I slap you in your face, I'm a, no, you on my gonna... hand. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Verzi effect right. I mean, unacceptable. I'm a, uh, oh, um, no, I'm gonna put unacceptable, and then I'm gonna put in small print Verzi effect. effect, and then I'm gonna slap the taste out of your mouth right on the side of your cheek because you should have been listening and you would have known not to do that. There you go. Unacceptable. unacceptable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Michael Jackson, you know.
0: I like <laughs> you know, I really liked. It. Dude, that it's was like on cue. Music you. All right, there you go, everybody. So if you see James, you have to no. But I do that too. Like sometimes, if somebody's like older, but but it's, it's annoying when you get like the
1: drunk dude who thinks he's funny. And we're not listening. Just so you know, we're not listening. Uh, in in our head, we're going another motherfucker. You in, in
0: our head, we're going. I just cannot wait for you to leave.
1: Ah. Uh. And then there's other people trying to shake our hand, but you're, you're you're positioning yourself in front of them so you can keep talking to us.
0: I had somebody while people are online like leaving or like leaving to just you know shake the comments. They waited. And, no, they kept talking about my light. Like they kept like asking like <laughs> personal questions. Like they were just like asking me to go on and like people are behind them and they're like so do you so you're gonna do
1: this so now do you like when you do... and they were just like trying to like interview me. How about this one when they don't get the hint? You're talking to other people and they actually wait. You cut them off like oh yeah hold on one second and then you're making other. Con- and then they wait. They wait. <laughs> like the, the waitresses are leaving. You're packing uh, up and you come sure. out the room and they're still there waiting. Like, oh, yeah. So, anyway, like I was saying, no, oh, I don't. Unacceptable.
0: That's funny, man. That's funny. All right. So, now we're going to get into. That's unacceptable for the week. Brought to you by James Goth. Yeah. Now we're going to do um, last segment here. Um, and we're we'll right at about an hour. Um, movies. <sighs> I have not. I've not seen a new release, and then with the painting, you guys got to get, yeah. get off my back. I've been painting the room. My wife is pregnant, so you got to get off my back. But we should to see Safe House. James, I want to see Safe House. I actually, you know, yeah, I got it. Matt Arise is too. Here's a problem with Matt Arise. He's too into Rotten Tomatoes. Like, he's too into. I don't care about no, that. Yeah, I don't care about that either. Uh, yeah, right you to, saw
1: you saw Red Tails, though. I saw Red Tails. Was it good? Um, it, I thought it was good. It was entertaining. Like, um, anybody who wants to see it, you can... Like, the B-Boys dance on the wing? They didn't even do that. <laughs> no, it was in the coming attractions. It was in the you coming attractions, but they yeah. didn't do it. Um, it, I thought, I thought I it was... I heard the cinematography was ridiculous. Cinematography was... The action, it was on point. I thought the love scene that they squeezed in there was unnecessary because that's not really what the movie was really focusing on. But um, I think... I think especially if you're... um a fan of war and you just want to learn about the black Tuskegee Airmen. Airman I think it's, it's something that would definitely open your eyes and stuff like that um, I think it's a great rent movie I didn't I didn't necessarily you know like if, see it in the yeah if you go to the theaters but you if won't be disappointed but if you
0: want to wait it's a good Netflix this is definitely good Netflix, Netflix. alright cool cool no and I heard I heard that there was a lot of good I heard the flying scenes were oh, ridiculous oh my god man. Like
1: it, it, it was dope the only thing I thought I thought the love scene was unnecessary alright All right. even no. though the girl is hot she's from NCIS she got like a cloudy eye. It's kind of sexy to me. I don't know why. She's
0: on NCIS now.
1: Yeah, she's um on what's the um she's on the, the um the NCIS LA.
0: Oh, okay, okay. No, I haven't seen that one. Um, all it's right, though. So, so, so Red Tails is a good rental. Then that's good to know. Um, instead of watching the NBA. Uh, All Star Game, which I I never after the first after the announcements it, after the guys get announced into the thing I, I don't really because I think it's just silly. Um I didn't I don't like it. I think they don't play. I think it's silly letting people go. Like if you're in a game that requires defense to win and there's no defense in it for a show, then be in a dunk contest. Like I don't I just you know
1: that, I told you that was so a dunk so contest. yeah you're right you're right.
0: Um, that, that absolutely is a dunk contest because LeBron James doing windmills and that, which is more entertaining than a guy jumping over he a motorcycle. He did it from the...
1: Actually, he did it from the side with the left hand.
0: Yeah. and, and, and Flying and gotta, under the road. And room. I got to watch a guy jump over a motorcycle? Are you kidding me? You know, it's like, how are you going to bring a motorcycle to something that somebody brought a car to? Anyway, um, the Oscar Awards. Next
1: year, I hear they bring in a tricycle.
0: Um, the Jesus. Oscar Awards, I think, I want to say this. It, it, this is a very important thing and I think that every comedian needs to recognize this. And I'm, I'm, this is actually really, really serious. And I think the more people that talk about this, all it could do is better for for our business and what we do. Rodney Dangerfield said this in his biography. I said it last time, and I'm going to keep saying it. I said it on, on episode 51. I'm going to say it now. Comedy never gets recognized at, at the Oscar Awards. okay? And Rodney Dangerfield said something, and he goes, it's funny how it never gets recognized by the Academy or the Oscar Awards, yet every year they ask a comedian to host it. And, and and my favorite part of the whole thing was the little... First of all, I, I know Billy Crystal comes out and he does a good job and he's a good host and he's done it nine times. I get it that his formula works for it and people are used to it. But I don't need him to sing about every movie that's going to be there again. I would have loved to see Eddie Murphy in it. But when Chris Rock came out and did his little piece about um, animation... You know, he, did you see it? No. Chris Rock comes out. They go, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Rock, and he did best animated, he, he yeah. did best animated thing. So he comes out and he goes, animated movies, he goes, they're easy. He goes, you want to know what an animated, he goes, anybody could be an animated movie. And he starts naming white people who yeah. have real roles, and then he names black people, and he goes, a zebra and something else. <laughs> and then he goes like this, he goes, here's how easy it is. And, and he, he was killing, he was like doing yeah. his say, he was killing, he goes, here's how easy it is. All right, Chris, you're in the booth. All right, say we gotta go to the store. He goes, We gotta go to the store. All right, Chris, say this. He goes, this, he goes, and then they give me a million dollars. It was killing, right? And I was just like, man, I want it was so good and refreshing. And it was just so cool to see some one of my heroes come out at the Academy Awards. And it was only for a couple of minutes, but it made me say, Man, like this, I love to see a guy like that hosted again. He has hosted once. Um, but, I always
1: say this when it comes to comedy the and what one. we do. The and, artist. And, and what we do. Like, comedy is the hardest job and the least respected.
0: In show business, comedy is without yeah. a doubt, what's the saying? It's, it's Death a, is easy. Stand up comedy is hard. Yeah. Um,
1: hardest job, least respected, man. Because everybody, like, we, again, we talked about this earlier. We make it seem so effortless and easy sometimes that people. Think that there's not a lot going on while we're on that stage, and it is.
0: And, and, and there's so much more to it, okay?
1: It's not just us you, talking. You,
0: no, no, no. It, it's so much more. John Pennett said something good. He goes, We don't get paid to get on stage. He goes, We basically get paid to travel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we we do a lot of traveling. We drive. We're going. As a matter of fact, we have a gig now. We're leaving here in about two minutes, and we're going to a gig, and we got to drive, you know, a couple hours down to Jersey, um, you know, and then we got to come back, and then we got to go home, and then we got to get ready to do something tomorrow, and we got to Right. And then we got our manager saying Do you have this ready for this Cause I'm trying It's a lot that goes into this And you know People just look at it like Oh that's the dude up there and, Telling And that's jokes. not
1: even Talking about the family issues That right. we have to take care and, of And, and, and James, stuff like James that.
0: like myself James has a, uh, a Three
1: year old the two year old No she's not even one yet She'll be oh, one next shit. week Oh 11 months yeah, Okay, she's
0: 11 she, months Yeah okay he, he has a I'm sorry that's Matt Shout out to Skylar oh,
1: Yes yes Shout Daddy out to you. loves you uh, <laughs> Insert tear here uh, It was 11 months Eleven months. Man. Eleven months, Next and I and I have, a, and, I March have
0: a, 10th. and I have a daughter Should coming. Be a year. Um, <sighs> so yeah, and it's no, you're right though. It's tough because we got a lot going on. You know, I'm gonna, my wife, her, I'm
1: gonna call her baby Carter.
0: My my wife picked up about <laughs> smudging, and the, I said, you know, we got. I got my wife worried about smudging <laughs> on the walls. Look, this whole shit came. There's full a circle. dot of paint on the light, <laughs> on the light fixture. We need a whole new. I light know fixture. you worked 19 hours, but there's a dot on the rug. I'm sorry, Mrs. Verzi. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, listen, that was episode fifty-two. We did it. Um, we did it. I want to thank my guest, um, James Goff, who is, is is really funny man. He's coming up in the business hard, and we're gonna be doing some some things hopefully together, working together a lot and, together. Uh, thank, man, thanks
1: thanks for being on the show. Uh, you got anything that you want to plug? Um, if you're in the Jersey area, Princeton area, I'll be at Catch a Rising Star. Um, definitely look for me. Um, when check. Is that? Um, that's gonna be the ninth and tenth. Um, okay. Friday and Saturday. So well, that's a nice come room out. too at the height. Yeah. yeah. Dope, dope. Room. Uh,
0: Princeton, New Jersey, at the
1: high Catch James. Yeah, if you're on Twitter, hit me up. The Glow, one two three. That's T H E G L O W, one two three.
0: All right, and guys, you could keep checking um, for new dates on the uh, paulverzi.com website. Also, check me out uh, at Paul Verzi on Twitter. Uh, you know my Facebook. Uh, upcoming dates. Uh, Tomorrow, I don't know if this podcast is going to be posted up tonight, but it should be up either tonight or tomorrow during the day. So if you're in the New Jersey area, Tom's River, I will be headlining Knuckleheads Comedy Club tomorrow night. And on Tuesday, March the 6th, I will be doing a a great showcase, uh, the Comedy Juice Showcase at Gotham Comedy Club. It's usually a great lineup, a packed out show Tuesday night at Gotham. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, That's March 6th. Again, thanks for everybody. Uh, Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to my guest, James Goff. Until episode 52,
1: I'm out of here. I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks. R.I.P. Gary.